spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chat happy, Show. Happy, happy, happy Tuesday! Uh, Becky Lynn, was your lead story about grass? It was. Did you smoke it? No, no. This... <laughs> Well, I don't know. I guess you could if you really, really wanted to. So, well, hold on. You're li- it was about Super Bowl grass. Are we really? This is this is what it's going to be for two weeks. Yeah, pretty much. So we have the Super Bowl in less than two weeks, right? And we're gonna we're we're really gonna die. We're gonna we're gonna we're really going dissect this thing, aren't we? Dive and deep. Snacks to have at halftime. <laughs> Steve. Oh my God, that's great. Excuse you like, me. Oh, but you like pineapple on Did your pizza? You? Here, story number three, or were you stuck on the grass story? We were stuck on the grass story at uh, Glendale State Farm. Number three, because that grass is going to bring us visitors, and it's going to bring all these companies and jobs. The grass at the stadium? Because everybody's paying attention to Arizona, and that's just one of the reasons. Well, what does the grass have to do with people coming to Arizona? We could have dirt there. They'll still play the The, Super Bowl. No, they wouldn't. Sure they would. No, they're not. They've been growing that grass for a year. They've been growing that? A year. Have the Cardinals been playing on that grass? No. Oh, this is special this Super is spe- Bowl grass. The, yeah, it's the, for winners. <laughs> <laughs> so at the stadium, though, you 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 I don't I don't know how to say it. You 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 pull you pull the thing, and then the grass goes in, right? And then I, the grass goes outside the stadium. Yeah. I guess they probably yeah. maybe they have a couple of those things. So they've been growing the grass for a, a year. year. Just for the Super Bowl. Yes. Well, why is that grass better than the ones the Cardinals played on? Uh, maybe that's why the Cardinals didn't win. No, I don't think that's why. it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think that's it. Uh, more, what's tomorrow? Keep it here for more compelling stories. <laughs> <laughs> what's tomorrow's lead story going to be? Well, I don't is know. Is it about the seats and if they're cushioned at the stadium? Oh, new cushions. Yeah. Oh. oh, by the way, I found out they do have cushioned uh, seats at the stadium in the bougie seats. Ah. The bougie seats. I, I did sit at the bougie seats. Uh, I, got, uh, I got a couple tickets. Uh, and because if you sit in the regular uh, seats, it's the hard, hard it's the, plastic. Yeah, your rear yeah. end starts to itch and hurt. You know yeah. how that is. I know how that and then you that. go in the bougie seats. They've got a pad on that sucker. Wow. I'm like, this is wow. This is living. Are there? Any That's seats? a good news story. You should tell our news director to do that one. Are tomorrow. there any seats that don't have backs on them? You know, just bench no. seats. Okay. No, Bank? that was the old Sun Devil Stadium. Yeah. Oh, that's all right. Horrible. So today There's we talked worse. grass at State Farm. Tomorrow, Sorry. Chad, what are you thinking? Oh, I'm thinking it's going to be. What's what the a- best dip to have? Because <laughs> you like dip. This is fantastic. That you can do. What's your favorite dip? <laughs> Remember yesterday we had the story about the little fire carts. Oh, that's you know, right. So they get in and out. And today, no. Was- what was that one? Remember the little the little like golf carts where the, the downtown department. and all the fire departments so they could zip around. No, that was a good one. I yeah. like that one. Yeah, you that was the- good. You, you well, I'm just like saying, grass, grass is grass. Uh, you know, I'm just saying. Grass is Super Bowl grass. This is the most important thing that's going on right well, now. Well, maybe Kyler Murray wouldn't have ripped his knee up if they played in the good grass. Oh, my God. Right? No. No? no. Okay. Okay. That's just so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, uh, speaking of the Super Bowl. Uh, it's going to cost a fortune to go. Oh, tell us how much it's going to cost. <laughs> What's it going to be for a night at the the, the awesome Motel 6 right there all next to castles and coasters where you might get shot? <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you want an upper deck seat at the Super Bowl? What's that cost me? You could go end zone seat, upper deck, seat geek. Anybody got a guess? Let's go around the room. Chad Benson, uh, upper deck, upper end deck. zone uh, seat geek. 1500 bucks. Oh, you're not even close. Becky Lynn? 3000 You're not even close. Wise man? 4000 You're not even close. Wow. Pablo? 4001 
What, what is that? What is it? The Price is Right. Yes, exactly. Not playing The Price is Right. Well played, Pablo. Six thousand five hundred bucks will get you an upper deck end zone seat on SeatGeek. Fifteen hundred dollars, Chad. What are you thinking, man? Maybe you're smoking some of that grass that's Maybe. at the Arizona Stadium. I just, that's that's. Uh, let's see, fifteen hundred uh, bucks, sixty five hundred. That's all a little bit much for me to watch those two teams play. As much as I like football, when I could watch them at home and the cup and have and all have the, dip the dip I that want. you want. <laughs> that's right, all the dip I and want. not have to pay twenty five dollars a small cup for it. Either. No, oh, gosh, or, or to or to spend. God, what do you think parking's going to be? Oh, I don't know, Hyundai. Oh. It's going to be a lot more than that, I think. Ticketmaster's cheapest option, $5,800 per ticket. Where do I get? Here's the problem. you got to add in $1,200 in fees. Oh, damn! Yeah. $1,200? You know, we should, have, we, should have a, we should have some sort of Senate committee hearing we about should. this. Oh, wait, no, we should. Oh, no. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Just like sure the Ticketmaster thing. Right. Holy moly. Uh, yeah, you get 12, uh, 1200 bucks in fees. So you can go see the game for seven grand. I Ticketmaster. So... I'm still curious of what the $1,200 in fees gets exactly. me there. Exactly. What, what are you paying for? Well, I, I think well, we hit enter over here, and then <laughs> over here, we hit enter again. It's $1,200. 600 for each enter. I hit off. I'm not or going. click. Yeah. That's it. $600 a click. I wonder what SeatGeek's uh, fees are. <sighs> well, I, if you go through the NFL, so SeatGeek, $6,500. we are talking worse fees, right? <laughs> SeatGeek, $6,500. Uh, Ticketmaster, seven grand. If you want to go through the NFL, sixty seven hundred. Good God! So there are tickets available. Yes, yeah. you gotta you gotta sell an organ. <laughs> That's basically it. That just feels like it's. Uh... Yeah, uh, if to rent a car out here is going to be uh, fantastic. Wise man Steve Zinsmeister, uh, you've uh, crunched some numbers. Uh, if you're a uh, an Eagles fan or a Chiefs fan, you're going to spend an arm and a leg for that. What do you got? Yeah, according to the Arizona Republic, uh, it's going to cost you. Wait, a lot. I thought this was according to you. No, I'm reading it from the Arizona Republic. Well, I thought I want to give did. them credit for I their work. I thought you did the research. No, now we've ripped off the research. That sounds about right. He read okay. the paper. That's it's called attribution. Okay. Uh, Fox rent a car. You want a sedan? That'll be sixty four dollars. Is a it day. a Republican sedan? <laughs> Wait, how much? $64 64 a day. $64 a day. That's not bad. And That's if you're here awful. for Seems three worse. or four days. But the fees are $2,500. <laughs> That's the absolute lowest I could find. Then there's Hertz, $81 a day. Wait, is that, don't they have a quarterback named uh, Hertz? Don't yeah, you get Jaylen a better Hertz. deal? You should. If you're an Eagles Dear. fan, shouldn't you get a better deal? Well, you know, you can get a Hertz. pickup truck from Alamo for $94 a day. Well, that's expensive. Avis, mid-sized vehicle, $94. Enterprise rent-a-car, a half-ton pickup for $103 a day. Okay. Uh, let's keep going. To go to the Super Bowl, let's see, a room at the Hampton Inn uh, in suites at to Westgate. Uh, Becky Lynn, didn't your husband take you there for your anniversary? Was to it the that? Hampton Inn? Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> yes, but he got the very nicest room. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, Hampton Inn and suites at Westgate, walking distance from the stadium. 2200 a night. Jeez. Oh, my goodness. Normally, 2200 a night rents you the whole the place. Whole, the whole place, yes, absolutely. Uh, and they throw in breakfast. Right. Is that the place that throws breakfast in? They all do. They, oh, all, they do all do. Notice. Okay. But the, the, some of them are kind of got those little waffle machines. Super Bowl <laughs> those waffle machines where you turn them over oh, yeah, and you count it down. Yeah. Those are so awesome. How about vacation rentals? Um, if you want a four-bedroom house... A few blocks away from State Farm Stadium, where, by the way, the grass is beautiful, mm-hmm. from what I understand. Put your eyes out, but the sun reflects. Four-bedroom house, 
is listed at. All right, let's go around the room again. Oh uh, Chad gosh. Benson, what do you got? How long is it per night? Or are we talking uh, about per a week? night? Yes, okay, uh, per, uh, yeah, per night. Uh, four four bedroom house blocks away from State Farm. I'm going to go uh, per night. Fifteen hundred a night. Fifteen hundred. You're going to stay with that, uh, Becky Lynn. Oh, for the. Fifteen hundred a night for the whole house. Yeah. Oh, I was going like eight grand. Eight grand. Wise man Steve Zinsmeister. I was going to say four grand. Four grand. Uh, eight uh, thousand and one. <laughs> Seven thousand a oh. night. We were both over, wow. so neither of us win, Pablo. Thousand a but we night. were still closer. How insane! Seven thousand a night. My goodness me! So that means you're going to pay seven thousand a night. How many? How many? You're going to be out here at least three days, right? Mm-hmm. So it's okay. twenty-one G's. Twenty-one G's. Then you're going to the Super Bowl, and I don't think the people who are spending twenty-one G's are sitting at the sixty-five hundred dollars seats. No. So let's go. Uh, I'm thinking what, fifteen each, probably. Right. It's 100 G's uh, for a hundred G's probably. You're looking at 100 G's. Did we talk parking already? No. So I I looked up parking at last year's Super Bowl in Los Angeles, and they say that some parking passes on site were over $4,000. Yeah. What? $4,000 to park at the the actual venue. That's got to be for, like, the celebrities. How many many people... Does um, State Farm Stadium hold? We've never seen it packed, so I don't know. I think it was like 60,000, right? 60,000. Who are these people? Mostly corporates. Mostly yeah, corporate. I know. Hey, but but the, the, the parking, my my little brother just went to a Chargers game like after Christmas. It was $300 to park. Hmm. A regular game. Just hey, a regular. Regular game. So <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be that much. You know, the last time the Super Bowl was here, you know what you could do? You could you could park away from the stadium, get in a chopper, they drop you That's off. Right. I remember and then that. the chopper and then I think the chopper brings you back after the game. You got a big money. Did it go like from Scottsdale Air Park or something, something over? Like that. I think I think it yeah. did. Hey, Pablo, are you doing that parking thing or were you joking with me the other day? So Pablo's got an idea. He lives, you know, somewhere around there, right? Yeah, I live fairly close, with the, right. almost within walking Are distance. you going to do that? Th- where are you going to let people park at your house and then you're going to... Uh, Kansas City fans, for sure. I mean, uh, Not Eagles fans. Yeah. We'll, well see. you know what? It depends. What are Eagle fans? Money's good, huh? Right. They, they throw enough money at you. They'll tell you, hey, man, we'll park here for a thousand bucks. You drop me off at the stadium. Right. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah, I will. Let they it. might throw a double A at me as well. Yeah. <laughs> all right. It's, uh, well, we're not going, all of us are not going to the Super no, Bowl. we are not. We, we will be there broadcasting live next week for more insightful. I can't wait to see that stuff, the grass. You talk like that all day all day all right uh well why don't you tell us what's coming up next coming up next and griselda's gonna join us why is there chronic absenteeism in the schools right here in arizona what's going on we need to talk about that we'll do that straight ahead it is the uh, amazing gatos and jed show drive home with the gatos and jed show Ah, yeah 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 you don't have to sing every song i do it's part of the tuesday jam Uh, joining us now is uh, our fantastic reporter, uh, Griselda Zatino, and she's uh, working on uh, this uh, great series. You're going to hear it starting tomorrow on uh, Arizona's uh, Morning News. That's Jim, Jamie, and Dan, correct? That's right. Okay. Uh, hey, Griselda. JJD. I know, you, <laughs> I know you're working on uh, why are kids 
absent in school? What is uh, the mm-hmm. chronic absenteeism going on in Arizona schools? And mm-hmm. I wonder, too, I mean, uh, why why are kids absent from school? What's the reason? What has happened here? Right. So let's first talk about the data to kind of lay out how big of a problem this has become. So there's a report by the Helios Education Foundation that finds 22% of K through 8th grade students in Arizona were chronically absent in 2021. And that's one in five students. Huh. It's a jump from 14% prior to that pandemic. And what I mean by chronically absent is when students miss 10% of the school year. In Arizona, that translates to 18 absences in the academic year. So we're definitely seeing a lot more students who are considered chronically absent. So what is what their data showing? Is there a reason? Is there a specific yes. reason? Or is it just uh, kids are saying, I don't really need school anymore. I'm just going to mm-hmm. work from home or what? Yeah, so it's not always as simple as students not wanting to go to school or parents not caring. The, p- the pandemic certainly played a role, but it goes beyond that. Experts tell me there are barriers students face that keep them from attending school. So this includes chronic illness. You know, if a student is sick, uh, even if a family member who takes the, the student to school is sick, that can be a barrier. Lack of transportation. Maybe the student doesn't live close to a, a, a bus stop. Um, and so that can be a problem. Um, added responsibilities. There are kids who, you know, they have to work um, to help out the family. That can definitely be a barrier. Um, and then also what goes on in school can play a role. This includes if, if a child is being bullied or they're, you know, maybe they're embarrassed because they're academically behind. So, you know, if a teacher picks on them and they don't know the answer, that that could definitely play a role in them not wanting to be there because they're embarrassed. And then the lastly, um, you know, if students don't feel connected or if they don't have a sense of belonging at school, chances are they won't attend. Griselda Zdino's joining us. She's got this great special over the next few days. Uh, and today we're looking at uh, chronic absence. I always have a problem saying that. Absenteeism. Uh, in Arizona schools. Are Arizona schools, so this is the is the system working on trying to solve this issue? Yes. So there are school districts that are tackling this problem. Um, you know, we are going to hear from two school districts that have really taken this on. Uh, you know, they've been working on this issue for, for a number of years. They've turned to a national organization that has has helped them come up with a game plan, and it is working. Um, so we, we definitely will hear of case studies uh, where um, this has been a problem, and they are tackling this issue, and it is producing results. Uh, we're not the only state that's having an issue, because I've seen across the country, right, that they're, right. and I'm sure this this, this organization saying, hey, look, you guys are, you're not alone here. This right. is, ha- since the pandemic, this is just taken off. Right. Nationwide, this is a problem for other states as well. Um, and so, so you you know, we're not alone in this. Uh, and the pandemic certainly made things worse for, for a number of things, including chronic absenteeism. All right, Griselda, we uh, look forward to listening to you tomorrow. Arizona's morning news and throughout the week on your big uh, school special. Appreciate it's gonna it. It's going to be good. It's not yeah. as exciting as the grass, but you no. know what? We couldn't do 12 parts on this. Griselda, did you hear that the grass is fantastic at uh, State Farm? Did you hear that? Fantastic, unbelievable. Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, see you later. <laughs> we got a lot of problems, kids, don't you know, but like uh, I'm sitting there going, well, I don't know the answer, so I'm not coming to school. Well, that's not going to help you know the answer. <laughs> you know, one of the things I wonder if some parents just don't know their kid is absent. That's well, it used to be mine, right? Like, get home before the phone call. (laughs) Well, and and also, here's here's the other thing. Um, like if you you, don't, some schools say if you miss a certain number of of days, Days. you're going to be held back. I don't think they do that anymore. Uh, Let's we're going to look into that. Yeah, 
I don't know. I mean, I don't know if they're up. holding anybody back anymore. I don't even know how they pass. I mean, is there? Do we? I know that that uh, Tom Horn wants to have a test to you know gauge some of that before we move kids forward, which I think mm-hmm. is not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. You know, because we shouldn't be passing kids forward who you know who read at a second grade level no, yet they're absolutely. in high yeah. school. Why? Why wouldn't you stay behind? Yeah. So, but it is. Uh, You're not going to show up for school. You should stay behind. Absolutely. And then that ends up really being the parents' fault. <laughs> I mean, course. honestly, you, you, you know. If, yeah, because if, if the parent you, doesn't know or doesn't seem to care, I mean, you know. Well, it allows it to happen. Yeah. And there's not an excuse like a chronic illness. I mean, then, then how many people I also think, you know, well, so-and-so's got the sniffles, right, or the cold, or it could be an allergy. But, you know, back in the day when everybody freaked out, well, that person might have COVID. Everybody stay home until we know. Yeah. You don't have the sniffles. At the, uh, I do not okay. have the sniffles. All right, good. You can be here. All the right. rest of the house does. I don't. Are you serious? Yeah. All right, get him a test. No. Let's stick that thing up your nostril. Coming up next, are we just two years away from the biggest war since World War II? Next. It's the Gatos and Chad Show. Generals gathered in their masses. Oh, what a great song. Sing this in Sunday school. Uh, We're playing this because uh, with all that happened over the weekend in Memphis, something went quietly not said over the weekend is now starting to get some play. Four-star Air Force General. So you get to the point where they're starting to hand you stars. They're they're much higher you can go. Uh, He sent a memo out on Friday that says, my gut tells me in 2025 we'll be at war with China. Oh, And to start preparing for that now. Uh, that's a nightmare. Because he's looking at two things. One, a year from, I think, yesterday, they have a, a, a big election in Taiwan. The fear is, for us and for the, everybody else, is they're going to rig the election, which, you know, can't happen. But they're going to rig it, get Kerry Lake over there right now to stop. <laughs> but And what ends up happening is they do what they did in Hong Kong, which is essentially replace everybody with Chinese chosen people who eventually say, uh, the Communist Party, uh, we're part of China again. Now, if they lose that election, then the the fear is that they're going to make a move and they're going to try to do it. They look at Biden as weak and they don't think he is very strong at this stuff. And China will attack us or they'll attack Taiwan and drag us into it throughout the Pacific. Okay, And that will cost them how much money? Uh, well, that'll cost them tons of money and right. lives. Do they want to do that? I don't think they care about the lives. Uh, I don't think they but do, do they either. Wanna, uh, do they want they to kill do that? Their no, but uh, what they do want is, I think what they're seeing, too, that's causing desperation is companies are pulling out. Yeah. More and more companies are saying, we don't need this. Some, do. some companies say, I'd like to pay more to have Americans build or make what we want and make. not just us, the Europeans yeah. as well. Uh, all of us tended to do once we kind of got our footing when it came to the 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 close down of a lot of their manufacturing over there. That we we did okay. I think the fear is that stuff's going to start to get away from them and desperation when you have zero unchecked fear. If you're if you're Xi Jinping, you have there is zero worry about anybody coming after you at this moment in time and to watch it potentially slip away you wouldn't want that so you're going to make your move they're always playing the long game but at some point they'll make a move so a u.s general has predicted uh that the united states will be at war with china in 2025 yep is there a a country that's the country i don't want to fight uh their army is enormous they don't care about their people so there are plenty of you know, but of soldiers, 
They're, they're not battle tested. Okay. Uh, that's a huge thing. They're trained incredibly well, but they're not battle tested at all. Right. And battle testing is, you know, look, look at there. I, most people would say I would have feared the Russian soldiers before this, uh, you know, not over our soldiers, but it, nobody's trained like us. Nobody has the, the capabilities, but. They're looking at that, too. That's the other side of it. They're looking at the weakness of, of, of Russia. And if Russia starts to lose, these are all things that play into the potential of, and this isn't me saying come up with some, this is a four-star general right. in the Air Force saying, I think this is what's going to happen. There's a worry there. He's telling his people, get ready for this. Okay, what is getting ready? I mean, you can say that we could go to war with China in 2025. What is the definition of America needs to get ready? Start what does that moving mean? our equipment into an area that would be logistically easy for us. Haven't we already done that? No. I'm, I, right now, we don't have a lot going on. You know, when I talked to our buddy Mike Lyons, you know, I asked him about, you know, what if military they, analysts, military right. analysts, what if they attacked uh, Taiwan? He's like, we don't have any of our ships. Over. We don't have enough things. For us to get ourselves over there, it, it's not a snap of the finger, start sailing out, and tomorrow you're there. Okay. It is a much bigger process to get things ready, and and it's going to be – the potential is absolutely there. There's no doubt about it. China the potential's wants always there. It doesn't mean they're going to do it, and, and the other thing is, too, they're also looking at all of these things that we have done in the military training, who we're training with, how NATO is growing in power. That's starting to worry them because the more that Russia struggles, the more that NATO feels like they're together, the the tougher it was going to be. And the lines have been drawn now in many ways where China's trying to welcome people back in, come here and invest. People are also looking over there and going, oh, I don't need to. You've got tons of unrest. Uh, you're COVID, you, you've lost the, the plot. I don't think people trust, they trust China anyways. But after this, there is a big fear, I think, in their people. People too is their younger generation is at a twenty plus percent unemployment, and when the young gets the, that unrest is there, that is tough to control. They're unemployed, and a lot of times they're locked up. Yep, because the way that they've treated COVID is, and this I'm saying this, this is absolutely what happens. If you go to the airport and you and they think you you're sick, or they think you've got the sniffles or something, they put you in a literal bubble. Yeah, I'm not kidding you. Have they you seen roll those things over? to you in hazmat oh, yeah. suits and they're again they're they're, yeah. like, they're from aldehyde they're giving you the you know the silkwood you know shower where you're like it is yeah, awful. it's my kind of place yeah, <laughs> you know even i wouldn't be i mean goodness gracious i've seen it i've seen it but and they've got the robots right that go yeah. around and spray stuff into the air and you're like i don't know what that stuff is but it, it, the thought of it, I mean, is it possible, especially because you know, we had uh, was it, uh, our uh, feeble minded president last year said, uh, yeah, we would definitely uh, attack. We, we would back Taiwan in a battle and which is not our, by the way, that is not our our that's oh. not what we do. Sometimes we, you have to say it, even if you don't yeah, you you know, have to, you have that, to talk tough, even you know, if you don't mean it. But, <laughs> but it might be, though. Could we could we have cha- could we change? It's a possibility, especially if they get a little bit more. Because look what they're doing; they're expanding in the sea. They're 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 building you know platforms there. They're trying to expand everywhere because their end game, and everybody knows this, is the domination of the world. They don't want to be two superpowers; they want to be the superpower. Yeah, but the thing that would be upset the most is the is the entire world economies it's because these are the yeah. top two economies on the planet. It would upset the global economy. We would never, we haven't seen anything like that. No, no.
I mean, we shut our economy well, if they down attack for COVID, Taiwan. But... It's going to the the global economy is going to be just. It's going to just take a massive hit. But today, uh, Europe came out and said, "Hey, we did better than you guys. Our GDP grew. We did better than China." Nobody believes China's GDP was whatever baloney they say it is. Nobody believes they didn't it didn't work. Itself. Yeah, they didn't work. Nobody working. Yeah, they, everybody was kept home. Yeah. People or, were jumping off the top of buildings because they because they were going crazy. Resist your di- what was that drone said? Resist your desires for your heart's desires for freedom. Wow. Good God. All right. China. China? America. War. Twenty twenty five says a U.S. general. His prediction. Goodness gracious. All right. Coming up next. The strange reason why Buckeye residents are stealing ambulances. Next. The Gators and Chad Show. Afternoons. Coming up top of the hour. Yeah. What we got? Comes uh, up good. Were the five black officers who killed Tyree Nichols racist? I know it sounds like a strange question. Five black men killed a black man. This scorpion unit that they were in? Were the five officers who were black? Are they racist? We're going to talk about that coming up at three. All right. Uh, you know, I saw this story. I thought it was very odd. Uh, I guess uh, a bunch of uh, ambulances are, be- are being stolen in Buckeye. What's the matter with you people in Buckeye? What, what, what is the deal? What's going on over there? What's going on? One, not two, but three stolen ambulances by hospital patients. Okay, so um, <laughs> if you... <laughs> are, One... <laughs> So it hasn't happened once, twice, or three. It's happened three times. So you get the person in the ambulance, they're on the gurney, and all of a sudden they're driving the car. One, not two, but three stolen ambulances by hospital patients? Yeah, why are hospital patients uh, stealing an ambulance in uh, in Buckeye? This past weekend, police say Alejandra Rocha was trying to check herself into Banner Estrella Hospital, but had to wait to get in. Police say that's when she decided to go out to the ambulance bay and get into a running ambulance parked there. Okay. Why is there a running ambulance parked in the lot? She reportedly drove the ambulance for a while until she was stopped by officers at 10th Place and East Indian School Road. Thankfully, due to technology inside one of the ambulances. All of our uh, rescues or ambulances are have a tracking system. Okay. Well, so do the people in Buckeye now because they need that because they're stealing stuff. What is the deal? <laughs> Why would you be waiting to go to the hospital and if you're not being seen right away, you take one of their vehicles? Keep listening. In October of 2014, police say Michael Lopez escaped a West Valley hospital and stole a Buckeye Valley ambulance while an EMT was cleaning it. What? <laughs> All right, let's let's cut to the chase. Here's the reason. I guess. The reasons why we keep it running is for urgency to keep these patients. We want to get the patients into that ER as fast as we can. Okay, so they have the ambulances in the parking lot and they are running. Yes. And so when people see a, a car that's running, obviously you want to take it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's it. I, the urge to that's die. It. I, I, I can't stop it. I need to take it. Especially the critical <laughs> patients. Um, so we're not really worried about securing. She also- uh, how about this? How about you lock the car? What if you lose your keys, though? What if you turn the car off? What if it's like, Jim, where's the key? I don't know where the keys are. I don't know. What, I thought you had the key. I don't well, know where, the oh, man. Where's I don't the car? To... <laughs> oh, it's going down the street. He also says they have a lot of equipment running in the back, so they keep the ambulance on to keep that running and keep the AC on for patients in the summer and the heater on in the winter. 
Okay, that kind of makes Still doesn't tell me why people in Buckeye are stealing them. You just told me why you keep it running as if this is... No, we want to know why are you people stealing the... The, the machines, ambulance. the ambulances, but what's why going is it on? a patient? Like, are you so upset? Maybe you're at the ER. Are you so upset that you've been waiting five hours going or somewhere something? else? You're like, I'm going somewhere else. I'm going to go to one of those little care things. Right. And I'll blow through all the lights. Oh, that's You know you would do it once, awesome. right? You, that would be fantastic. You're like, that person's wearing a gown. How do they think they should be driving that thing? <laughs> I don't know, man. That's one of the weirdest stories I've seen in a long time. <sighs> we are going to go forward, and the new, it's, we're going to start. Uh, we're we're going to start turning off the engine. How about that? Uh, turning off these rescues, <laughs> unlocking these rescues. That's that's what we're going to have to do now. You, you think? Wow. So that's, so that's what it's become. Rather than say, maybe we should find out why crazy people are stealing <laughs> these things. We're just like, well, we'll change. You know what I do? <laughs> Uh, you know, when I park, when I go home tonight and I park my car, I can leave it on because I know that I'm going to get into it in, in the, the morning. morning. You and want I to would, jump into it when it's fresh and right, just take off. Exactly. I want the car warm. You know, it's a little cold right now. I'll leave the heat on just a little bit. Let it run nine, eight, nine hours. And then I then I jump in it and I'm ready to go. That is just so. Again, I, I just think- love how we have to change, though, right? That That's society day. Well, instead of that now, we'll do all the things that are opposite of what we should be doing because other people can't control <laughs> themselves. Right. And they're just so tempted by the flashing red lights to steal it and drive away. You know, they've got Buckeye says they've, they've got the tracking device, right? Yeah. How about the little button that turns the car on? So when you walk out, the car is already on. Couldn't you do that early? Couldn't you turn the car on early? Yeah, because I've got one of those early? where you go and you hit you? it twice and, it goes, and it's a car starts, yeah. Oh, dude. And you I can't drive that. away with it because I've got the little, like, the little, you know, fobby thing. So it won't, if it doesn't detect the actual key, yeah. you're not, you it's not what, going anywhere. You know what you could do? Uh, let's go old school. Put the club on that thing. Remember that little <laughs> red thing? Put the club you guys remember the red club? That's right. Didn't people start cutting that out or no? Yeah, put the club on it. Yeah. You had to come prepared to cut that oh, thing Oh, is that off. so? Well, it Not was really. really With the hacksaw, yeah. you cut the you get a- steering wheel. And then <laughs> yeah, you but you've the got a hacksaw on your back seat. Okay. You know, oh, you if you're going to steal something, yeah. yeah, you probably come a little bit more compare, uh, prepared. It wasn't like I was driving down the street and go, oh, man, I should try to steal that ambulance. <laughs> right now, if you're going to go looking for stuff and an ambulance is, you know, that's some good stuff in there. I, I just like to turn the lights on and go. Imagine being the person in the back, though, because you hear that like at one time there was an EMT in the back and you're sitting there and all of a sudden <laughs> it's taking off. You're like, what's going on? Are we going somewhere? Who are you? Weren't you just a patient? Yeah. No, no. That's the way it works here. One, not two, but three stolen ambulances by hospital patients. Buckeye. Turn the car off. Yeah, baby. Just turn the car off. You'll be fine. Play your patience. So you lose the key. (laughs) Coming up next. Coming up. All right. For the five black officers in Memphis who killed Tyree Nichols. Racist. Coming up next, Gatos Chat Show.